James Stevens Curl is an architect, historian, and the author of Making Dystopia, The Strange Rise and Survival of Architectural Barbarism. This is James Stevens Curl. I'm Duncan Gammy. You're listening to Dunk Tank. Uh, all right. I, I am here with uh, uh, Professor James Stevens Curl. Uh, sir, thank you very much for joining me today. Um, so I wanted to to discuss with you. You have some uh, some strong opinions on the uh, the the work of architecture, and I think they are uh, well articulated. And I think the the verdicts you make are well deserved. Um, Thank you. In in, <laughs> in particular, you you wrote um, you wrote a book called Making Dystopia, and yeah. it, it's 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 all about. Um, Sort of the the work of um, well, actually the the full title I should say, making dystopia: the strange rise and survival of architectural barbarism. Um, well, yeah. and and you're talking about modernism, uh, correct? Well, why do you refer to this as architectural barbarism? Well, let, let, let's look at the way architecture in Europe um, and America was working from say, the 17th century on until the middle of the 20th century. It was one language. Everything seemed to be coherent, humane, and then suddenly modernism decided that streets should be abolished, that uh, classicism should be abolished, that everything should be abolished, that tabula rasa should be created, and that everything should be destroyed. Start again. So the result has been a nightmare. Everything has been destroyed. Uh, the, the environment is ugly. It is, it is uh, alien. It is, uh, it's destroying lives. Uh, there's violence everywhere in the streets. All this is because of modernism. Mo- modernism caused the violence in the streets? Look. When, when the modernist cult took over, yeah. it gave credence to the destruction of open areas, driving motorways through it. This is a kind of um, legalized theft. There have been huge housing estates built on modernist principles, which have been attacked by the people who live in it. Yeah. Look at uh, Pruitt Iglo, for example. Uh, look at uh, places in London, where the grateful uh, inhabitants of this modernist paradise have attacked the places they live in and hate it. They loathe it. They, these, these disgusting places have created unhappiness and violence. And, and I think w- one of like this is something that a lot of people actually feel about, um, you know, like the the state of architecture today. If you walk through, uh, and this is particularly true in Europe, where you do have a lot of, uh, you know, old, more um, more ancient cities, hundreds, thousands of years old, and you walk through those parts of town, and they're almost always, not almost always always more beautiful than the new architecture 
that's being created. Yes, of course, because, because, because they're humane. The point is that they grew organically. Yes. Or they were properly planned by civilized people. The, the Modernism was a cult that was created by ideologues, which was against streets, against humanity. It was, it was abstraction. It was alienated. It was completely something completely distant from all human experience. And it has created a dystopia, as I have said. Yeah. Yeah, and, and maybe for people listening, because I was talking to someone the other day uh, about your book, and I was talking about uh, architectural modernism, and uh, some some people, the the lay person, uh, may not quite uh, grasp what what is meant by modernism. Uh, of course, uh, Ezra Pound in poetry, uh, you know, this is a period of of art history. Modernism uh, does not mean contemporary. Ezra Pound in poetry. Uh, said something like uh, the modernist credo is to quote make it new. Um, w- w- was there something similar to that in architecture? Were were they just trying to make it new? They uh, well, they 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 wanted to abolish the past completely, create the tabula rasa. Now you know what the tabula rasa it means: the clean slate, the emptiness, sweep away everything before was wrong. They said. Now, if you destroy the past, you cut people off from their history. What modernism actually did was it created a horror on earth where people feel unconnected with everything. The earth, the past, everything. And that has, that has been a disaster, an absolute disaster. I, and if people don't, if people can't see it, if they can't look around them and see the ugliness, the destruction, there's something wrong with their perception. Maybe they too have been so desensitized that they can no longer see. They're told that this is progress because they don't see with their eyes anymore. They see, they listen with their ears. They see with their ears. What, what, what do you mean by that? I, look, they don't. They, 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 people have been so desensitized. They don't actually. Their optic nerves are no longer connected to their brains. What they see is what they've been told to see. Ah. They've been told that this is wonderful. So they, they they've been brainwashed into seeing um, what they have been told. They're not seeing at all. Well, y- yes, and I think this is one of these problems. Um, we see with art in particular, as opposed to <laughs> as opposed to the sciences, where um, it, it's much easier, I, I think, in the subjective or you know much more subjective realm of um, of art to be led astray by so-called experts, to be yeah, yeah. Uh, you know cast on the the tide of popular opinion. Um, no, it's not. Excuse me, it's not popular opinion. It, sure, it's about yeah. money. Okay, tell me, tell me why, why is that? Why, why is modernist architecture so tied in with money? Because it's easy to do, because it's tied in with big business, it's all tied in with destruction, it's e- easy to, to destroy vast areas, make vast sums of money and create hell on earth for people. Look, don't you understand that it is 
the whole thing has been a huge conspiracy by uh, greed, um, by ideologues, by people talking about God is in the details. In fact, all the people who went to the United States came from Germany. They were, of course, everybody tries to pretend they were refugees from Nazism. They weren't. Mies van der Rohe didn't leave Germany until 1938. I've got, I published letters from him, signed Heil Hitler. Yeah. And yet he was accepted by the United States. Guess who accepted him? Johnson, Philip Johnson, who was a Nazi. Congratulations. For Philip Johnson, for people who don't know, was a, uh, shall we call him a, a high priest of modernism? Yes, of course he was. He was tied in with the Museum of Modern Art, with Alfred Barr, and uh, uh, Johnson went to Nazi Germany. He actually accompanied the German troops on its invasion of Poland. He was responsible for getting Walter Gropius and Mies von der Rohe and all these ghastly people into America. Have you read uh, Sybil Mahali Naj's book, Hitler's Revenge? I don't think she I have. She actually describes how these people were brought over. She said that the Bauhaus, even before it was closed down, not by the Nazis, but by Mies van der Rohe himself, who wanted to arse-lick the Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> let, let, let me for people for people listening to this who think that this is too too strong of a statement. I think it's important to look at what are the actual features of modernist architecture, and it seems like one of the major ones is getting rid of ornamentation. So if you looked at if you look at older forms of architecture, it's there's so much granular detail. The buildings are alive, you know. Well, I will tell you. I will tell you something. Through, throughout the whole of history, in every culture, ornament has been an essential part of architecture, except when modernism abolished it. For the first time in the whole history of the world, ornament was abolished. It was abolished because with modern like old Puritans, like destroyers, decided that it was a crime. So they got rid of it. Thus they alienated further modernism from human experience. Mm. You may think this is strong, but the modernists themselves were strong. They yes. created a dictatorship of horror. If you want to look at the, the, the uh, triumph of modernism, go and look at a murder camp. That's where it all leads to in the end. Spiritually devoid, aesthetically empty, criminally subversive, destroying the human spirit. No, I, I, I agree with you. I, I agree with you. Talk about this, this, this alien, this, this ghastly feature of modernist architecture. Um, when we talk about it being uh, profitable and, and greedy, um, do you think also a lot of artists trying to make their name in art history, um, because there's not really a, a quote-unquote progress in art like there may be in math or science, but there, there are people who open up new possibilities, who make big changes in, in the, the, the history of art. And so 
and those people tend to be remembered well. Uh, do you think that the, the modernist architects were looking and saying, okay, how do we make architecture new? Well, what are the rules that have been made in the past? Let's just abolish those and we'll become, you know, big architecture superstars. Was that kind of their, their thinking as oh, ambitious artists? Look, they want to become superstars because that's how they make money. Can I remind you what Baudelaire said about progress? He says it's a doctrine of idlers and Belgians. So, yes, why... why sorry, go ahead, sir. Look, modernist architecture, it has nothing to do with the continuation of civilized development. It is about destruction. It's, an, it's, it's the architecture of nihilism, the architecture of emptiness, the architecture of madness, the creation of a hell on earth. A absolutely. And you, you look at some of these buildings that are... Um, would you consider brutalism, for example, uh, an, an outgrowth of this? Of course it is. Okay. And, and people hate it. Yes. The people hate it. it, it look, brutalism was applied, for example, in British housing estates. This was told to be modernist. This was told to be a new paradise. The people living in them destroyed it. They hated it so much. They've had to pull it down long before even the costs were paid off. What sort of sense does that make? It's madness. It's insane. And I'm curious when it comes to the profession of architects. Uh, there was a, a study. <laughs> yes, yes. That made me laugh. Look. Architectural education was taken over by these people after the Second World War. Nobody was allowed to think in terms of humane architecture, classicism, what a, traditionalism. Everything, everything, everybody had to follow the creeds of the great gods called Bassier, uh, Gropius, all these people. Any deviation was not allowed. It was a cultural fascism. Cultural fascism, don't you understand cultural fascism? And that's what's happened. So the result is that nobody was allowed to, to people were not allowed to graduate unless they followed this cult of totalitarian architecture. So what we've got actually is the, the architecture of cultural fascism forced on us ever since, and it's hell on earth. And if people don't wake up and realize what's happening, they're completely bonkers. They have been desensitized, and they have no reason in their lives or their brains anymore. Amen. Um, I, I'm I'm curious. Yes, quite. There, there was <laughs> there there was a study done of, of artists, and uh, it it rated the different artistic professions. Uh, according to how much they um, they uh, had sociopathic traits, and architects <laughs> far and away were the most sociopathic. Uh, why, why do you think that is? Yes, of course. Well, because look, most of them have been brainwashed. There are honourable people in the architectural profession still working with craftsmen, trying to do decent work, trying to do humane work. 
trying to do work that, that actually uh, doesn't defend, that, that it, it, it actually works. But there's a, most people who come to the architectural schools, it's hell on earth. In my opinion, all architectural schools should be closed down because, in fact, they're death factories. Wow, that, that is, that's, that's an amazing statement. Um, and, and I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with it. Look, yeah. Look, it, look, it's not an amazing statement. Just look at the hell being created all around you. If you can't see the world is being wrecked by these these psychopaths, there's something wrong with your perception. Yes. Since 1945, the architectural profession has been handed over. There are exceptions. There are some people who are trying their very best to create beauty, to create humane environments. But most of the architectural establishment is determined to carry on wrecking the world. What can be... That's what my book is all about. Absolutely. What, what can be done about this then? I've said that all the schools of architecture as presently directed, all the, the, the major institutes, they should be closed down because they are continuing to destroy things. Anybody who objects is, 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 is obliterated. They're, they're, they're stopped from speaking, nobody publishes them, etc., etc. I was very lucky because Oxford University Press agreed to publish my book, although there were people who tried to stop it. Who tried yeah. to? St- who tr- and of course, my book, my book, my book attracted uh, ad hominem abuse in vast quantities. Now that tells you something. Lots of people tell me now it's because a raw nerve was touched. It proves I'm right. I agree. And, and were, were there any threats made against you? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Cool. Some people wished me dead. Um, I was uh, threatened. Uh, I was abused. Um, I, I, I was said that it was said that if I ever attempted to speak in public, I'd be beaten up, and I told them to go and stuff themselves. I, I'm I'm quite glad you did, sir. Um, and, and no one as yet, uh, like the author uh, Salman Rushdie, for instance. You you have not faced any fatwas. Well, that that that, that of course is a, is a religious uh, dimension. Uh, my my thing about modernism it's a quasi religion. It's a kind of cult. So it's just as dangerous, and it's fundamentally um, destructive. Right. Um, What would you say was, I mean, uh, like, um, one of my favorite architects is Gaudi. Uh, Do you think he could have uh, prospered in this era? Of course not. No, no, uh, Pester and others called him an anti-rationalist. You see, they they pretended that modernism was rationalism. Of course it wasn't. He was connected with uh, Arne Vaux. He was connected with uh, Gothic. Uh, and of course, he was a deeply spiritual man. He had certainly absolutely nothing to do with the modern movement. Right. I'll tell you a story. I was once uh, in 
uh, University College London, and I went to the laboratory and attached, uh, as one frequently sees on lavatory doors, there were graffiti. And the graffiti, uh, in this case, said, I have just had a modern movement. <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> do, you, do, you think, um, do you think there are any guerrilla tactics that can be used by citizens to, uh, to fight back against modernist architecture? Well, well, there are guerrilla tactics. As I said, huge numbers of people living in council estates, modernist council estates in London, have attacked the buildings they live in, so they've had to be pulled down. It's the same in, look at Pruitt Ego in, in America. That had to be dynamited in the end because people hated it so much. Um, yeah. So that, that, those kind of tactics work. But the trouble is that most people are now so bullied, so cowed by um, uh, the, 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 the guardians of, um, shall we say, public opinion, that they're terrified of saying anything. And people are educated. They don't have the background by which they can object to these things. Do and this is a terrifying situation. Agreed. I think we're heading for disaster, absolute disaster. Do, do you think that as the cost of construction and building materials goes down, it'll become there will be openings to, uh, to 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 do things that have more ornamentation on them? Look, 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 look. How many people realize that the great god Corbusier, I call it Corbusianity, who insisted on concrete. The number of buildings of reinforced concrete now, they're starting to fail all over the world. There's a road near Cambridge, between Cambridge and Huntingdon in England, where all the bridges, all the viaducts, have had to be replaced at huge expense, millions, billions of pounds, because the concrete is failing. The Roman Catholic Cathedral in Liverpool by Frederick Gibbard, built in the 1960s, is failing. There are viaducts and bridges all over the world and, and tower blocks failing because everybody had to build and reinforce concrete because the god Corbusier said so. This is a disaster. And people don't realize that this huge amount of money is being wasted because of this huge and enormous, terrible mistake made simply because it's a quasi-religion. It's a cult, a fundamentalist cult as dangerous as any other fundamentalist quasi-religious cults. And um, what, uh, on a more, you know, maybe hopeful note, uh, what architects working today give you give you hope? Well, there are some architects working in America, people like Robert Stern uh, in, in Britain, uh, people like Craig Hamilton, Clinton uh, Terry, um, and others who are designing honorably and decently in the traditional um, language. In fact, they're using a language, a coherent language. The point is that 
Uh, modernism has no language. It has no syntax. It has no vocabulary. It has no background. Can you imagine going into a room and instead of being able to give a lecture, monosyllabic grunts? Well, that's what modernism is. It's just grunts. It's illiterate. It has no background. It's empty. It's devoid. There's nothing there. Sir, I think uh, I think that's that's a true point, and I think it's an important one. And uh, I certainly hope that uh, more and more people will read your book. Um, the book is Thank you very much. "Making Dystopia: The Strained Rise and Survival of Architectural Barbarism." James Curl, thank you so much for your time, and, and I really appreciate your passion on this subject. It's so important. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you to James Stevens Curl, and thanks for listening to Dunk Tank. I'm Duncan Gammy. See you next time.